This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 761 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, Summer Games and Summer Games Plus Electrolytes. Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from four-time Olympian Cindy Ishoy. She, along with Philip and Reese, provide a great discussion on setting goals, building an effective team, and then achieving those goals. It's an excerpt from the Dressage Radio Show, episode number 161. But first, let's hear from our sponsor, Kentucky Performance Products, maker of Summer Games and Summer Games Plus Electrolytes. How is Summer Games different from other electrolyte products? Summer Games Plus contains the same electrolyte formulation as Summer Games Electrolyte, which was originally formulated for the horses competing at the 1996 Olympics. The formulation was based on the results of research conducted in anticipation of the Games, which were held in Atlanta, Georgia, known for its hot, humid summers. Summer Games mimics the composition of equine sweat, supplying the horse with the exact amounts and ratios of electrolytes relinquished in sweat. Summer Games Plus contains no sugar, like many popular commercial electrolyte supplements. Summer Games Plus also contains a buffering agent that helps create a soothing gastric environment. This is especially important for horses subjected to the stresses often related to top performance, such as exertion, transportation, and unfamiliar stabling atmospheres. Ask for Summer Games and Summer Games Plus electrolytes at your local tack and feed supplier, or visit kppusa.com. Now, on with today's tip. Today for our trainer tip, we have with us Cindy Ishoy. She's a four-time Olympian and a Team Braun bronze medal winner for Canada. Okay. Hi, Cindy. Thanks for coming on the show today. Oh, you're welcome. So uh, you're here for the training tip. What, uh, what is it? Okay. Well, this is, you know, um, because I teach all across North America and in Europe as well. Uh, one of the things I see right now is the lack of uh, system that, um, and, the, and the lack of lo- uh, long-term and short-term goals. And so I, I think my training tip would be that um, you have to, as a rider, you have to have a daily goal. You have to have a weekly, monthly, every three months, six months, and a yearly goal. And then the long-term goal would be every four years, like for an Olympics World Championships. The thing I'm seeing is that people don't realize how much work it is, and they think that, you know, I'll just buy an expensive horse or a fancy horse and then go on and, um, and ride in the Olympics. And, you know, really that is not the formula for excellence. And when you're going to the Olympics or the world championships or the young riders at any level, the goal should be excellence, not just getting on a team. So uh, what I'd like to see is, is the dogmatic, systematic gymnastic training. And that, in my opinion, from what I've seen over the last three or four years, is, is somewhat lacking. And if you ask riders what their daily goal is, they really don't know, and, and a, lot, a lot of the coaches are not giving it to them either. Uh, of course, there are some excellent coaches, obviously, and, and riders that are this, this way oriented, 
But it's very, very important to understand that it's systematic gymnastic training. You don't just one day say, well, today we're going to do sapiaf, or oh, now it's shoulder in day. It is just all of those exercises are really just suppling, strengthening exercises, and they should be used as such. So that, that would be my training tip, that you have to, you, it takes a team to make top international rider horse combinations. It takes a great trainer. It takes a great horse. It takes a great disciplined rider that wants to learn. It takes a great farrier. It takes a great vet. And nobody makes it to the Olympics by accident. It, it, it has to be a plan and a long-term plan at that. And um, you need that team because when there are setbacks, and there are setbacks both for rider and horse because both of them are athletes, you need your team to be there to support you and to help you through the tough times. And, um, and you need those goals to, and, and to reestablish goals on a, on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis. So I think basically that's my tip, to understand it's a long-term goal. It's about good riding, good horsemanship, good nutrition. I mean, it, it's a whole a whole thing, and that's definitely lacking at this time. So can you give us a, uh, maybe an example of a daily plan versus a monthly plan versus maybe a, a, a three-month three plan? I think it's the, the short term that people have um, the biggest problem with. You know, everybody has huge goals, but it's hard to have kind of small goals that, that you can achieve. Uh, that's very true. And, and you know, one of the things that, that – um, dressage is, is it's systematic gymnastic training. So, I mean, for example, at the lower levels, a, a daily goal would be to do excellent 10-meter circles, excellent 20-meter circles, excellent 15-meter circles to ride your corners properly, to work on your position. A, a big thing I've seen, particularly at the young rider level, is that the riders aren't working on their position. So if you could, on a daily basis, conquer the weak part of your position, at least for 50 minutes of your ride. That's a, that's a daily goal. If you can do a 20-meter circle in rhythm with the correct bend and balancing on the outside rein, that's an excellent daily goal. And that should be an excellent daily goal from the basic level straight through to Grand Prix. And then from there you go to 15-meter circles, 10-meter circles. Out of 10 meters, out of excellent 10-meter circles, come shoulder in. Out of shoulder in, 10-meter circles, comes travers. Then the half pass. All of them just advancing in the suppling exercise. So depending on what level you're schooling at, your goal is to be as good as you can be every single day. That, that's a daily goal. I mean, and, I, I see... Cindy, uh, uh, yeah? Oh, no, I was just going to ask. As a coach, do you sit down and have this conversation with your students? Is that something an amateur or a junior rider should should sort of require from their coach is, hey, let's sit down and, and, and develop this plan. Is it a written plan, or how do you work that with your own students? You know, with, with my students, um, it's been a long time actually since I've had some, some young riders in. More of my, my students are more mature riders, and um, so we verbalize it. But if I had a young rider coming in that said, in two years, I want to ride young riders, um, and they had the horse that could do it, and they were already on their way. If they came to me with a four-year-old, I'd say it's not possible to do it well. And so, um, actually, I don't even think it's possible because I think they have to be seven to compete at that St. George. But I would, um, I would sit down, and, we, and, um, and I've just come to realize how important it is. I didn't used to do this because I assumed that people knew this. 
I no longer assume anything as a coach, right? <laughs> so um, now I would sit down and say, this is what I want to be. I want you to accomplish by the end of the week, by the end of the month, in three months, in six months, in a year, and 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 it would be logical. Understanding that you don't you don't train on a totally up uphill scale, right? You train forward, you plateau, you backslide. You've plateaued, you've trained forward. I mean, that's just part of training, whether it's human or horse. Nobody just trains perfectly right up to the peak. Sadly, that doesn't happen. And it's actually not possible physically for it to happen because, you know, you end up with little injuries and, and mental setbacks as well. So as a coach, you have to work with all of that. But I, I would now sit down and, and do a, a, a game plan, and I'd like them to just keep a calendar and, and to keep um, – I'd like to know what they think their weaknesses are because sometimes they think their weaknesses are completely different to what you see their weaknesses as. I'd like them to tell me what they think their horse's weaknesses and strengths are because, again, they might be viewing it in a completely different level or place than you are. So, yes, you should – yes, the answer is yes. You should have that conversation with your coach. Now, do you think it's important to be keeping a diary? Do a lot of your students keep a diary, or do you find that a little bit detracting? I mean, sometimes I think that you have to write it down and talk about it, and then other times I think that maybe you should just, just kind of do it, right? I, I see well, I, some, I with some the, students a lot of discussion is great, but some, too much is, is overwhelming and overpowering. Absolutely. And absolutely, you're right. But I am, um, like when I'm getting re- when I was getting ready for Olympics and World Championships, I would have a diary. But if you looked at my diaries, it would go same as yesterday, same as yesterday, same as yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, so that you, you're not overwhelming yourself, you're not overwhelming your horse. And, um, and then, because it's interesting to see, check nutrition, did blood work. Um, you know, horse is not putting on the muscle the way it should. Ask, talk to your vet, talk to a nutritionist. You know, I'm not really happy with the way his feet are. Talk to your farrier. I'm not an expert at that. I need input on that. No coach is an expert on everything. That's why we need a team. So uh, I would like people to, to keep a diary. And sometimes, like, I've, I've had a couple of people keep a diary, and I've looked at it really quickly, and I go, you know, we're seeing this completely differently. Yeah. And then you can discuss it, and that helps them overcome a slump. Right. And, and right. so that, yeah. for, for that you purpose. You said you're not butting heads too much. Well, it's not even butting heads, it's misunderstanding. Right. Because a lot of people don't understand the physiological part of training as well, right? And and so they're like, they have these massive goals, and I'm like, you know, um, I couldn't run a 5K if I can't run half a K, right? Right, yeah, yeah. And, and I, th- I think that it's really important to keep that in in perspective. Or, um, you know what, how do you expect your horse to be fit enough to do this when you're not fit enough? You're huffing and puffing. So let's address that. Do you have somebody else that can help you with that? If a rider's really crooked, I will send them to a sports medicine therapist to, to get them as even. How can you expect a horse to be even if you're completely crooked? Yeah. I mean, we yeah. all do the best we can. None of us are completely straight. But, but there are people that through injuries or over, overdevelopment, um, like tennis players and so on, that, that come to riding later and they're, they're very crooked because obviously you, you, lose your, you use your dominant side, right? So I will send them to people that will help them to even out as much as possible. And, um, you know, the, the knowledge that I have now has come over many, many years of listening, watching, training with the best trainers in the world, being to sports medicine therapists and, and learning from them, learning from vets. I, I also think that a lot of the up-and-coming riders aren't taking advantage 
of being there when their vets are there or or being, you know, listening to sports medicine therapists and that. I, right. I think that, that so many people can teach you so much and that only makes the whole process better. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, I thank you so much for your, your tips today. So, Philip, I, I keep a training diary and I really do try to work with my students uh, on goals and, and a daily goal and a weekly goal and if we're trying to get to a championships how do you how do you do it? Do you keep a diary? I'm not great about doing a diary or you know kind of sitting down to write things out. I should be way better at it, but you know I think I do a lot of just you know before I get on a horse or or before I do a lesson, I do always a a mental preparation as a you know kind of a checklist okay, when did I see this person last? when did I ride this horse last what did what did we get done? What do I want to do today? what would be you know, a goal for the next week or, you know, so I'm always having conversations, uh, with myself, with, with my riders. Some, some of my riders keep a a written journal. I think it's really handy and I should be better about it, um, myself to follow through with some of these things, but it just, it gets so busy. And and by the end of the day, just kind of mentally exhausted to, uh, to get it done. But, uh, I'm glad to hear that you, that, that you're doing it because I think it's helpful. Well, I think it is. I mean, I, I don't do it on a daily basis, but I do do it uh, when I go to clinics or, you know, I have a particular ride where I have a kind of a, that light bulb moment like, oh, yeah, she was great today or, or oh, my goodness, I got my young horse to do this. So I do keep it that way. I don't necessarily keep one every day. Uh, and I, I, I respect everybody that can. I think that's really important. And uh all my students that are in full training and, and, and I see them every day, I really do encourage that. And yeah. I tell them to, to do it right when they leave the barn. You know, have it in your car. Yeah, and it's fresh. Yeah, take two or three minutes on, on what we worked on that day and what exercise and, and why we did it. Well, there you go. A lot of information in that tip right there. If you enjoyed Reese and Philip and Cindy's chat, and who wouldn't, you can tune into the Dressage Radio Show every week. Just go over to dressageradio.com. You can also find lots more tips about becoming a better rider at horsetipdaily.com. Just go to the Topics drop-down menu on the left. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's podcast has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, Summer Games, and Summer Games Plus Electrolytes. Ask for them by name at your local tack and feed store, or you can learn more at kppusa.com. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player is right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.